speaking this evening at the University of Wyoming. Enjoy. On the show, but one of the people who is organizing the protest did agree to come on. His name is Austin Morgan. He's in Laramie. And I'll just read to you one of the things of the many that have been said about me. McFarland, director of diversity for the university's student government, said she wants Prager's talk to be canceled because he is, quote, an anti-academic rape advocate who spews hate speech against Muslims, black people, Latinas, and many other groups who deserve to be protected at the University of Wyoming. So, uh, Austin Morgan, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. Pleasure to be here, Dennis. Do you agree with these charges against me? You know what? I have to say that I do, but I want to uh, I want to be clear here. Uh, I'm only opposing your views and not you as a person. And so if I make arguments against you, I want you to know that uh, your character as a person uh, is not necessarily in question. I don't mean these attacks to be personal, uh, but certainly uh, your political views are. Well, well, to be honest, if I if but if I advocated rape. I have a terrible character. How could you say that? Do you believe I advocate rape? I believe that you come very close to excusing and apologizing uh, for rape. I do not think that you openly advocate it. Okay, so then, so then, all right, so already you feel that this was a, because there's a very a big difference. Well, wait, you think I defend rape? I didn't quite, what, what verb did you use? I think that you uh, apologize for rape. For instance, you write, um, in part two, I advance the argument that a wife should do, uh, should do so, that is, to have sex with her husband, even when she is not in the mood for sexual relations. Uh, right. And that is clearly uh, an argument for, uh, to apologize for rape. That is an argument that says but wait, the woman wait, should the, bend to the husband's sexual desires right. uh, and disregard her own mood, right? Right. And this, this steps dangerously close uh, to suggesting that her consent is not as much a priority as it should be. Why does that have to do with consent? I, I, the entire, the, I didn't say he should have relations with her if, she's not, if his wife is not in the mood. I said she should not be guided by mood and try to have relations with him when she's not in the mood. So it's 100% consent. 100 percent my question is why should her reservations uh not factor into her decision to have sex with her husband for the same reason that uh, all of life consists of doing things that are kind and good and loving even if we're not in the mood to do them is it kind on the husband's part uh to impose his sexual desire on a woman i didn't say well, where, where did i ever use the word impose you you're not reading it clearly the, i am telling not, the woman if you're, if you're, you remember the whole thing was pre prefaced and premised on, if you love your husband and he is a good man, do not let mood always dictate whether or not you have sex with him. Why is that in any possible construction a defensive rape? Because it places the woman's own perspective on whether or not she should have sex as secondary to the husband's sexual desire. That's correct. That's correct. Why is that? Why is that? Well, why is that rape? It's rape 
right because it blurs the line of consent. Because it doesn't now, blur it in the least. Let, no, hang on, hang on. Let's, let's establish what consent is. If I have a sexual relationship and I am uncomfortable with it, and I am, and, but nonetheless I don't verbally say no, right, but I am uncomfortable with it, that constitutes a blurring of the line of consent. And that is my argument. Uh, to your statement. And second, I would say that it, it uh, is it's sexist insofar as it puts the husband's sexual desire uh, over the woman's mood. Maybe she doesn't want to have sex. That's right. And, then, her and, body and is she, her property. Correct. I, I, but I never deny her body is her property. I never deny it. I simply say to the woman, for the sake of a loving marriage, don't always be guided by your mood because of the importance of sex to your husband i would say to a husband don't always be guided by your mood and uh, and and uh, uh, say loving things even even if that moment you are not in in the mood if everyone is guided by their mood uh, uh, every marriage would fall apart all relations would fall apart my whole um, my whole religious, and I'm grounded deeply in my religion, Judaism, which, by the way, is, is where I got my idea about this, because Judaism is, views marriage as a contract. I owe my wife certain things, including sex, and she owes me certain things, including sex. There, the, I, I come from an obligation orientation. You, huh? I'm sorry? She owes it to you? Yes, she owes it. That's correct. That is a contract. All contracts are owing. You're right. Yeah, she owes it. Uh, so what about a woman who is that doesn't want to have sex, but she's fine entering into a marriage? That she should uh, not. Then, yeah. then she's misleading him. If a woman does not want to have sex, really, it's dishonest, so what it does is neither of them do? Because there are individuals who uh, that is the case for. You're right, and if they agree on that at the at the outset of their marriage, we're going to have a sexless marriage. God bless them. I have no issue with it. But most, 99% okay. of men, do not enter marriage thinking that the woman they're marrying does not want to have sex. So you think she's leading them on? If a woman who doesn't want to have sex, not telling the person that she's marrying that she doesn't want to have sex, of course she's leading him on. It's like a, it's like a man saying, I don't want to make a living. He's leading her on. She thinks he does want to make a living. That's most women want a man who will actually earn money. So if the man okay, is not in the... He, what if he's a stay-at-home dad? That's terrific. If anything, anything that they agree on is terrific. But you have to okay. agree on it at the outset. Okay. So now we're talking about consent. So I, they, talk, but I, I think I, that two moral people... I, hang on. I think two moral people would be fine, in a hypothetical, making a deal about, you know, we should uh, have sex when both of us are in the mood, when both of us... That's right. That's absolutely fine. When, okay. That's correct. All right. Yes, and I believe that most people should do that. I don't think that just because somebody is married to someone else, that they necessarily owe a sexual relationship. That puts people in a very bad position. No, it doesn't. It puts them in a mature really? position. I owe my wife's... I told you, I come from an owing obligation orientation in morality. I... I don't think of my rights, I think of my obligations. That is the way I was taught in 15 years at Yeshiva. All of life okay. is what do I owe my fellow human, and I owe my wife certain things. Do you owe her the respect of being able to, uh, you know, respect the fact that she, she doesn't want to have sex? Of course. If, 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 yes, it, of course I do. That's But I, my, my, I, 
I didn't address this to the man. I addressed this to the woman. All I said is, don't let your mood always guide whether you have sex with your husband. 99% where, of the... Where is it your place to do that, though? Because I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, uh, my place is a desire to have men and women have better marriages. That's where I'm coming from. Okay, and I would say that the psychological literature is against you on that point. If it is, it's full of crap. <laughs> if, if it is, it makes this me have why contempt. Say you're an anti-intellectual. No, 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 not at all. I am pro-intellectual. I am anti-intellectuals. They, as uh, Orwell said, uh, that idea is so stupid. Only an intellectual could have come up with it. We're going to continue. This is extremely valuable. You're listening to the Dennis Prager Show. I'm speaking to one of the students who's protesting my appearance at the University of Wyoming on Thursday. He is Austin Morgan. And again, remember, the public charge was that I advocate rape, which he dissented from. But I just wanted you to know this is the stuff that is being said at the university to try to have me uninvited or protested while I'm there. 1-8 Prager 776, you are listening to, we're back to the show. I'm speaking to a senior at the University of Wyoming who is among those protesting my visit on Thursday. And I read to you the litany of charges made against me. And let me get that again. Here they are, as stated by the woman who is leading the campaign against me, who is the director of diversity for the university student government. And let's see, Prager is an anti-academic rape advocate who spews hate speech against Muslims, black people, Latinas, and many other groups who deserve to be protected by at the University of Wyoming. The senior is Austin Morgan. We talked about the issue of uh, rape advocates. So is it clear to you I'm not a rape advocate? Can we agree on that? I think you're a, I think that you blur the line about consent, and here's why. I summarize my argument in less than 100 words. So contracts between individuals must be consensual, yes? Yeah. Okay, so your, it seems to me that the individuals in question, the husband and wife, uh, are to construct their own contract, yes? Yes. On consensual terms. Correct. Okay, so uh, it seems to me that you're imposing a clause so to speak, in their contracts between one another, that the woman, when she's not in the mood, sometimes, right, sometimes when she's not in the mood, she should go ahead and give in and, and have sex with her husband. That is a matter to be left to the two individuals. Right, of course it is. What, what did I say that suggests anything otherwise? Did I, did I even hint that if she doesn't consent, he should have sex? Is there even a hint of that in my article? My question is... Uh, no, no, please, are, please, please answer that. Is there a hint in my article that if she does not consent, he should still have sex? No, but my charge is that... It, my charge is not um, that you are an advocate of rape saying, okay... All right, but all that right. is Hunter McFarlane. So you acknowledge that she is overstated in a terrible way, because to be an advocate of rape is to be an evil human being. If I, I, if I thought an advocate of rape came to the university, I would protest too. Yeah, and I mean, and I think that 
I think that being a rape apologist is on a similar level. Oh, wait, I, so uh, wait, so you do think I'm an apologist for rape because I, I suggest that a woman who loves her husband and he's a good man, even if she's not in the mood, should sometimes have sex. That's a rape apologist. I'm, I, I'm not going to even argue with you. I just clarify what you think. That's what you think. Yes. Okay. But, All right, we'll move on. Uh, let All me, right. No, no, no. Let me. All right, go on. Okay. Let me make my argument. You're imposing. I'm imposing nothing. I'm suggesting that a woman who is not in the mood to have sex and loves her husband sometimes should still have sex because anything that we do in life cannot be solely based on mood. If two individuals agree to that on their own terms, that's fine. However, it's on their own terms. It's not up to you to say there should be a clause in every contract made. I didn't. Uh, no, I didn't. Okay, I didn't. All right. All right. Every, all right. Let's move on. The next one is... Good. The next charge is uh, I spew hate speech against Muslims, black people, and Latinas. What is your evidence for, we'll start with the Muslims. What is my hate speech against Muslims? I think that you construct them as, as a religion of, um, of violence when there's only a small percentage of Muslims who uh, believe in things like the jihad. Um, and I think that you misrepresent the population. I also think you do this with the Palestinians. Well, well, we'll start with the Muslims. So what, do you have a quote from me that is hate toward Muslims? Because that's what I'm charged with. I spew hate at Muslims. Do you have any, any single, I've written millions of words. Do you have, do you have one sentence of hatred toward Muslims? I read an article where you, wherein you claim that the religion of Islam is rooted in uh, the jihad, right? No, I, I said I said that it is not true that that it has been a religion of peace. But the, why is that hatred of Muslims? Because it constructs any subscriber of those beliefs uh, as somebody who subscribes to a religion with a fundamentally violent history. And I would point out too that Christianity has its fair share of violence as well. That's correct. I wrote a book on it. I wrote a book on anti-Semitism, and there's a giant chapter on Christian anti-Semitism in the Middle Ages. I'm totally Good. aware of that. Yeah. But that's not. Yeah. A, but to, yep. to note that is not to be a, to, to spew hatred at Christians. So I spew hatred at everybody, apparently. Anyway, it's, isn't it isn't it a historical question, not a hate question? Isn't it a historical question? Has Islam generally been a religion of peace? I say no. I said no to the head of the Muslim Public Affairs Committee, one of the biggest Muslim activist groups in the United States at uh, Claremont University uh, just this past year uh, with a number of Muslims in the audience. None of them were offended. He said he didn't agree. He said a lot of Muslims have been violent, but Islam is a religion of peace. I said it's not a religion of peace. He wasn't offended. He never, he didn't, we went to dinner afterwards. You're, you're offended on behalf of Muslims, but Muslims aren't offended. You're using one example of a Muslim who wasn't offended uh, to say that the entirety of Muslims are not offended, and that's that doesn't logically follow. Uh, but second, I would say that... Uh, when you construct a religion as, as not a religion of peace, what you do is you give ammunition to other people to suggest Right, so that doesn't truth, wait, wait, does, wait, does, where does truth come in in your consideration of statements? Is, isn't the first okay. question to be asked, is it true? Not does it provide ammunition to despicable people to hate uh, unfairly? 
there are a segment of radicals in every religion, but that doesn't mean the religion right, right, right. whole. So you feel that you feel that Islam? So really, you feel I've lied about Islam? That it has been a religion of peace? I feel that religion that that there are a segment. No, no, no. You, I don't know. It's not a tricky question. We'll be back in a moment. You are listening to the Dennis Prager Show. This is Dennis Prager. I will be speaking, I presume, at the University of Washington, excuse me, of Wyoming on Thursday. And there's a protest movement against my coming. Among the, those protesting is a senior, Austin Morgan. He's in Laramie right now. And I read the charges made against me by the leader of the movement to have my speech canceled and she said I am an anti-academic rape advocate who spews hate speech against Muslims so we've dealt with the rape advocate and the Muslims now black people what do you what do you quote that spews hate against blacks uh, you address at several points that uh, let me find the article here you say okay all right such examples are endless. And this is an article, just so we're clear. I don't know if you remember. You've probably, you've probably written thousands of articles. October 3rd, 2017, the greatest libel since the blood libel. Uh, and in that article, you write, such examples are endless. America oppresses blacks, Latinos, women, gays, and everyone else who is not a white male heterosexual Christian. It is a great lie. But it is the dominant narrative of the society and... As lies are the root of evil, this lie must lead to something awful. It has already begun to, and then you go on. Now, what I think your comment overlooks is the long historical oppression of black individuals. But not only that, I don't think that you deny that slavery was a bad thing. But I think that you overlook the legacy of slavery as it has led to economic problems for black people, as it has led to um, a failure of the so-called meritocratic system uh, of social capital and economic capital, uh, and also that uh, inequality still exists between black people and the rest of uh, the rest of the, the world and against the majority of uh, minorities. Mm -hmm. What does that have to do with spewing hate against blacks? That's the charge. Right. So, and so you, what you're, well, what, what, you're what did I say that, that spews hate? So did what I you're saying, mm -hmm. Okay, what you're saying is that this that this oppression um, is kind of a reverse victim scenario. You're suggesting that white heterosexual Christian males uh, are to blame for and to carry all the blame unfairly for the plight of these groups. My argument is that that overlooks the structural conditions in place that keep these groups from getting a fair shake. This re-entrenches a racist ideology that maintains the status quo of racism, impairing blacks' ability to get jobs, uh, impairing their ability to send their kids to school, uh, creating um, violence in their communities, and again, the problem is perpetuation. Okay, of so, so all right, I'm not going to repeat the question because uh, obviously 
there is no answer. I've never spewed hate against a black in my life because there was no hatred in me against people uh, uh, based, based on race. So I just read you a quote. I know, but it's that. not hate. That, it's You and I may differ as to who is, uh, whether America is an oppressive country to everybody who isn't white, male, heterosexual, Christian. Uh, you obviously believe it is. You see that all these groups are being oppressed. Remember, we're talking about today, not historically. You, you, I, I think it is a the libel against America. It maintains to today. Okay. Let's establish that. All right, fine. But it's not. that has nothing to do with whether I spew hatred at blacks. It, it's a different read of society. It's a no, disgusting no, no. charge to make against me because you have no basis for it. What You, no, you and I and, and differ as to why. whether America is oppressive. Overlook the structural conditions that caused these people's problems, immense suffering, historical and contemporary. Right. You distort the mechanisms of power which re-entrench these ideologies in the status quo. Right. That I, is I, don't, I don't even believe that. That is a charge It's not even this, okay, that's not hatred. I don't believe those mechanisms of oppression exist. You live in a fantasy world, as far as I'm concerned. Women are not oppressed in America. Mechanisms. Latinos are not oppressed in America. Blacks are not oppressed in America. America is the greatest land of opportunity that exists in the history of the world. Uh, we have a different read. I don't know why that constitutes hatred. We have a different read of the society in which we live. Yours, in my view, is sick. We'll be back in a moment speaking to Austin Morgan, a, uh, a senior at the University of Wyoming. To the show, Dennis Prager here. I'll be speaking Thursday at the University of Wyoming. A number of people are leading a protest against my coming. Among them is Austin Morgan of Laramie, or is in Laramie now. I don't know where he lives and not, not relevant. He's a senior... He's a senior at the University of Wyoming, and I, we're reviewing the litany of charges made against me. So because I think America is not oppressive, uh, that is equivalent to spewing hate to, uh, to blacks and Latinas. Is that, is that th your argument? That's the contention. Okay. Because you obscure. By, okay, look. You and I disagree about the existence of the structural conditions that caused the oppression of these individuals. That's correct. But I believe that you are obscuring them. My argument is that these, that these structures exist. It's very clear if you look at employment rates, if you look at no, no, no. psychological... Uh, what does that have to do with structures? Uh, Asians make more than whites. Are whites discriminated against? Is there a structure no. against whites? No. That's not my point. It is, my point it is, is your that point. Because some you... races have no, 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 no. Some races have different privileges than others. So Asians have the most privileges. No, because we're not only looking at employment here. Well, you that's, you raised it. So what? So uh, we have privileges, therefore others are oppressed. Is there any? Is there any country where minorities are not oppressed? No, no, I don't think so. Within the, the world as exists today, is America more oppressive of minorities or less oppressive compared to other countries that have minorities? I think that we certainly are oppressive, but there are worse places to be a minority. Well, I'm talking about other democracies. Not, not, I'm not talking about uh, being a Jew oh. in Saudi Arabia. I was going to say, yeah. Um, 
the about the democracies i would say yeah no among among democracies we we're probably one of the worst mm-hmm. Okay, fine. So, so look, see, I don't understand this. I understand why we differ and that we differ. I don't understand okay. why my position spews hate. That, okay. that's, that's a disgusting charge. Your charge is hateful, not my theories, not my beliefs. My beliefs are hate-free. Yours are filled okay. with hate. That is incorrect. Well, of course it's uh, correct, because of the charges made. It is not hateful to say I advocate rape. Just on that one. Tell me, is that a hateful charge? It's a hateful charge, but it's a, it is a substantiated charge in terms of your apologist and your imposition of... Uh, okay, what we, went, all right, we went through that, because I think that wives, we if they love their husbands, should on occasion have sex... Uh, even if they're right, not in the that's that, an imposition that's the, on a contract right, okay. that you're not involved in. Okay. You're not involved All in right. marriages. Right. We went through that. Look, I would be happy to do that for an hour because I think it's so important. But uh, we had other things. So, but 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 you are on record as saying that the charge made by the leader of the protest against my coming that I advocate rape is hateful. Yes, because it calls into question your moral integrity. Well, and I don't think well, it's wrong. Oh, so you think, you mean, you mean our whole discussion was for naught? I thought you, you said I don't advocate rape. I say that you, you're an apologist for rape. Again, we're blurring the lines here. And right, we all right, so, so, all right so she should have said apologist. I'm an apologist for rape because I think that a woman, uh, we already went through that, a married woman who loves her Agreed. husband yeah, should yeah. not be Probably guided by her mood. All right, are, are you protesting, are you active in having me disinvited or in, in, in uh, shouting me down or physically barring me? There are three possibilities. Are you involved in any of those? I'm involved in a few, and I actually think we'll agree here. Um, I think that you and I both agree to the absolute nature of free speech, right? Mm-hmm. People can say what they want. Mm-hmm. I think both of us are in agreement on that. As an aspiring criminal defense attorney, I'm more than happy to defend people with controversial views, even ones that I don't agree with, based on their right to free speech. No problem with that. So... But I'm also saying that the activists also have their own kinds of free speech and that holding signs at your protest is well within their rights. Now, if you're talking about getting the speech canceled, getting you canceled, right, uh, the issue there is actually an economic one that I think you'll appreciate. I don't know if you know much about Wyoming. Have you ever been here before? Yes. You, did I, you... I have been to Wyoming, but not to the university. Not to the university? What, what's your experience with Wyoming? I have a great affection for it, aside from, you know, some of the great ski resorts. Just visiting, I like, you know, the national parks. I've just been it's a tourist lovely, in Wyoming. It's lovely. And the people are nice and honest and, 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 and hardworking. And conservative. And conservative, by and large. You're right. That's why they're nice. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're a joker. All right. So, you must know then that we as a state are in a fiscal crisis, right? I did, I did not know that Wyoming is in a fiscal crisis. I presume most of the states are. Yeah. Government so spend too much very, money. 
Yeah. All right, you think they're spending too much money having me. Okay, that's a separate issue. So, so, but they, they are spending the money. So uh, yeah. did you ever, let's ask, let me ask you this. Did you ever protest a, a liberal or left-wing speaker getting paid at the University of Wyoming? Because if it's a fiscal issue, then that's what you should have done, and I suspect you never did. I have raised concerns about how the university spends its money. Right, but you've on never. All right, time okay, but you've not actively there. done. I have. All right, but you haven't actively done what you're doing in in my case. We'll be back in a moment. Final segment coming. Some of your calls next hour because it's a very important. A lot of this is important stuff. Back in a moment. I'm Dennis Prager. Final segment with Austin Morgan, who's protesting my appearance at the University of Wyoming this Thursday. So. Uh, we have very little time. And by the way, you, you folks who are calling, I, I may take the issue of mood and life uh, into the uh, into the ultimate issues hour because I think it's important. So you don't have to hang up. Do I get to do I get to stick around for the callers if they have questions for me? Um, that's a very interesting point. You get to stick around if you want to listen. <laughs> I think an hour is, is, is very generous of me because I, I would just have to like to have a dialogue with the, um, with the, with the listeners. But, uh, but sure, I'd be, I'd be happy to stay and listen. I'm, I'm interested, right. too. All right. Well, okay, good. So you you certainly free to listen. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll put it, put it on you. a different line. And it's a non-issue. I think you could, you could even listen on an app. You don't even have to listen through the phone here. But, but, uh, but I just want to... Uh, so let's say I was coming for free. Would you still protest my coming? Yes, because I believe your views are morally reprehensible for reasons we've discussed. Right, exactly. And I think, and so, I think we know where we stand in terms of conflict. Now, what I want to do is I got I have to address, because we're in Wyoming, and in Wyoming, as you know, no doubt, from meeting the people here, modest, you know, people who who work hard to make a living. We protect our own. We're quite the community here in Wyoming, wouldn't you say? Yes. Yes. And one of our own, God rest his soul, Matthew Shepard. Tragedy, am I right? Right. Who killed Matthew okay. Shepard? McKinney, Aaron. And, and uh, I, don't, I don't remember all the details, but anyway, why is that related to uh, to my speech. Why, to your speech. Okay, let's talk about that. Well, we don't have a lot of so, time. We only have 30 seconds. L l all right, l let me, sir, let me just understand. Will I, to the best of your knowledge, will I be able to speak, uh, if they don't cancel my speech, will I be able to speak without people shouting while I talk? To the best of, do you advocate people shouting at me while I talk? I advocate uh, chanting while you talk, which is which is uh, protected under free speech. Right. Period. So you feel, but then I don't have any speech. If people shout while I talk, then I don't have speech. Is that that is clear to you? You certainly do, and it's well within both of your rights to conduct that how you see fit. Mm -hmm. It's protected. All right. That all right. That that doesn't speak well for you. But anyway, I'm glad you were on. I appreciate it. And that's what we're dealing with in American universities at this time, my friends. It's a sad time in American life. We'll be back. You're listening to...